You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. I have no idea how you're going to wrap this one up because, uh, full disclosure, we're recording this earlier in the day than we used to, so I don't think we can say goodnight. You can always say goodnight. You can always say goodnight. I'm Andre Peru from AndreWineReview.ca. I'm Michael Pincus from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. And Andre, you know, I had a song running through my head today. Uh, was it Desposito? No, it was, you drink the good, you drink the bad, you drink them both, and there you have... And then I can't figure out a good line for the end, so maybe we should ask people to just come up with a good line for the end of that. <laughs> I don't think there's a good way to end that. If that's no. if that's not a dad joke in a song, I don't know what is. A <laughs> dad joke. All right. Obviously, you've got a you've got an ending line. I just, I certainly do not. Oh wait, the facts of wine. The facts of wine. Well, the facts of wine. No, that would be uh, an interesting one. Let's see what other people come up with. I think. Or we do the wine. Anyway, you uh, you yes. have told me that you have this brilliant idea of what we can talk about today. Yeah, I had a really interesting interesting week this week. Uh, on Monday, um, I was a judge in a butter tart contest that was hosted. Oh, shit, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it, it certainly was. So uh, Mondays at the Drake Hotel, uh, Ivy Knight hosts uh, these events called 86th. And um, it's just they have different chefs come from different restaurants. They pick a theme every week. They compete against each other, and it's friendly competitions. Like earlier this month, they've done um, a ceviche competition. Uh, I know in the past they've done chocolate chip cookies, so it's not always pastries. Like there's some savory stuff tossed in there. So was the was the butter tart uh, uh, battle um, presented by the dentists of Canada? It was not presented by the dentists of Canada, and I'm glad it wasn't because it was a little bit of sugar overload. But I would imagine. Man, so how many? How many did you judge? There were six different entries. Um, oh, not bad. The uh, the two winners uh, were from the judges because I was on a panel of judges. There were three of us. Um, the Drake Commissary took top spot in the judges' eyes, and it was oh. just um, ooey gooey and somehow defied gravity. Because you know how you get a butter tart sometimes when it's filled, like it's over full and you cut into it, and then the liquid just runs everywhere, and it's a, a messy disaster. Yeah, this one when you cut into it, it held its shape. It was literally like it was defying gravity. Interesting. All right. And uh, the uh, people's choice. So uh, if you go there as an attendee, and it's it's free for everyone. So um, if you join up uh, Ivy Knights events on Facebook, you can check out what's going on at the Drake Hotel every Monday. Um, the people's choice that the people vote on was uh, Oliver and Botticini, which was a maple, a maple inspired butter tart. You're a big maple person, so I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, your personal favorite wasn't that one. You know what? It's it's the same thing with with judging wine. Is you have to you have to weigh in all the factors, and um, I felt the maple one was missing some raisins or some nuts to put it on the next level. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? The missing raisins and nuts. Well, actually, you gotta have one or the other. Actually, you know what? I think that that was my big complaint with most of the tarts tarts at the competition, were that most of the chefs played it safe. Because let's face it, Michael, you and I both obviously love raisins and or nuts, but they can be quite divisive. Hey, hey, hey be careful on how you say that. It's a divisive topic. It's a divisive topic whether you want raisins in your nuts or bread or anything. I mean, raisins is just one of those things that I mean. I like raisins, but I mean, butter tarts got to have raisins or nuts. You got to have one or the other. You can't. You cannot go without one. Or the other. You know, I wish I could bring you one of those Drake Commissary 
butter tarts because without the raisins, it was damn near perfect. I mean, even in terms of, of, of texture and uh, and flavor. But not, you, you know what? It, it was it was eye opening to be able to, to taste different butter tarts in that context and go in there with an open mind. Because I mean, let's face it, we all have yeah. a family member. Who... I'm closing mine off to the raisins and nuts thing. <laughs> I want one or the other in there. Well, I mean, let, let's face it. When we all have a family member or a close friend who makes the best butter tarts on the planet, I don't think if we had every best butter tart on the planet in a room together, we would be able to find consensus on who's number one, you know? I, I know that your uh, your girlfriend's a pastry chef, although I can't verify that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, you can follow her at Anya Cakes, A-N-J-A-C-A-K-E-S, or bake it so on instagram so you can see some of the things she's created but uh but i've never tasted anything you know I what i say. i rarely get to, to to partake in that as well too but i mean there is something about chefs um you know when you tell someone that you're, you're dating a chef or someone in the food industry the reaction is always the same oh you must be so lucky no when a chef gets home from work they don't want to cook well that's a that's kind of a bugger. Anyway, so how does this relate to wine, Andre? Well, I posted some stuff on Instagram on, on Monday, and I had a lot of people salivating over my photos. And my Instagram is at Andre Wine Review. But the fine people at IWEG um, asked me a question about if the wine pairings were coming. And I sat there and I thought for a moment, because I know I've written on it in the past, that one of my biggest pet peeves are restaurants or hosts in general who will serve ice wine with dessert because I just hate sweet on sweet. But the more I thought about it, especially when you're dealing with something like a butter tart, which doesn't have any fruit. Like, I mean, butter tarts are fairly one-dimensional in flavor, like it's pastry and sugar. What the hell do you pair with a butter tart that is not just like a passable pairing, but a very good pairing? That's a good question. Do you know, there's, there's the old adage... Everything goes with sparkling wine. And you know what? That's what I was really thinking. Like, even when I saw the post from IWIG, I could, especially after coming from I4C the previous week, uh, I could picture, you know, a really nice Blanc de Blanc, like the Benjamin Bridge Brute, which should be available in the LCBO when you're listening to this but won't last long, or, you know, the Chateau de Charme Blanc de Blanc, or Featherstone Joy if you're going to head down to Niagara. And I mean, or like, how, t- about, how about, just to give them another, uh, another plug, how about that Henry of Pelham? Carte Blanche. That 2012 Carte Blanche Henry of Pelham is uh, capital T tits. Like, that is one of the best sparkling wines this province has ever produced. Did you say tits? I was going to say dynamite. I don't know where tits comes into it. Although tits can be dynamite, but that's another story. But yeah, I mean, we're looking at... We're looking at... Uh, sparkling wine does go with, with everything. Just about everything. And uh, I mean... And why is that... I was just trying to think, like, what do you have to compete against all that sugar? And, I mean, when you get that nice acidity that just helps cut through it. It's uh, definitely the acidity, I think. So, definitely. So, so and, and theoretically, the thing, and the thing about, with, with the thing that about, in mind, would you not go with anything that's acidic? I mean, that's one thing we were, we were talking about. Uh, I know we were talking about this off the microphone, and I'm sorry we're teasing our listeners that, once again, we had these great conversations off the microphone but you know i kind of threw down riesling on the table there but i know like when you get that much sweetness it's the same thing with ice wine all the nuance and the fruit that you get on your plate just gets clobbered by all that sugar so even like a riesling a bone dry riesling that has these nice citrus notes the citrus notes are really struggling to power through all that sweetness and I mean, if you really like mineral notes, like I, I was kind of thinking out loud, like maybe a Gruner Veltliner or uh, like maybe a very bone dry Riesling might 
pair really well with with butter tarts, but I'm still leaning yeah, towards that you know sparkling what? The, wine. The, the bone dry rieslings are few and far between, and 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 people would probably have a hard time finding a good bone dry riesling. So would we not go Sauvignon Blanc maybe, or or how about a rosé? I was just sitting here thinking about it. Going a really good rosé might might play that that role with you get some good acidity in there although maybe too fruity i'm not sure i still just think that that fruit would get clobbered by the by the sweetness in in the butter tart but i mean if anyone's listening to this wants to to toss together some rosé and butter tarts let me know i'm going to be laying off the butter tarts for a little while because i am still in (laughs) in sugar overload actually you had you had a a a great suggestion because i was also talking about like one of my my pet peeves and and it's honestly one of the heartbreaking things because um I do love when you get a good Cabernet Franc or Cabernet Sauvignon that has a nice cocoa note. So you think that would go really well with chocolate. But I find that when you put those two together, it tends to amplify the alcohol flavors in the wine. And I don't want my wine to taste like alcohol. I'm sure there's some people who who enjoy that or can stand it, but I, I don't. I want the wine to taste like... The, the fruit and the barrel and, and all the things that, that went to put it together. I don't really want it to taste like I'm taking a vodka shot with my, with my red wine. So, but, but if you think about it, I think I mentioned port of some sort, maybe a tawny. Yeah. And you know what? I, with that, I, but there was with those nuts, that's what got us started on the nuts and raisins thing. But I mean, with the nuts in uh, in a butter tart, I, I think that might be a, might be an interesting pairing. And also just like the the, the concentration and, and the, the texture. Like, I mean, a, a tawny port, like it's designed to coat your mouth with all that, all those flavors. And I think that's something that might be able to help cut through the sugar. And I mean, you'll get the nice nuttiness. If anything, it might make a tawny taste more like a vintage port, like a 10 or 20 year old port by bringing out some of the nutty flavors. Hmm. That's something I think we're going to have to try. I think we're going to have to have like a, a sweet, sweet off. With some uh, some sweet-ish or dessert stock, not dessert wines, but wines for dessert, not necessarily made specifically as dessert. Does that make sense? If only we knew a pastry chef who might whip us up a batch of butter tarts. I don't think we do. I'm not sure either. That's too bad. I think we'll have to tag her in this to make sure she listens to this. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be listening. She'll tell us. <laughs> I know what she'll tell us. She'll say, I'm never making anything for you guys. Nah, she won't say that. <laughs> she said it to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I know you know. I just I just thought this was an, an, just an interesting sort of thought. I mean, if you're listening to this, please comment below if you've matched something that's just dynamite with uh with butter tarts or something that you think would be a great suggestion or something or something overly sweet, some overly sweet dessert. Like I know I know you can put ice wine onto ice cream and, and that makes it, but something that's just as you've called it, just knock on your on your ass sweet, such as a butter tart. Where would people go? Where do th- people think that uh, that pairing matches up with? Like fudge? Hey. What the hell are you at with fudge? Yeah, that's a, well. I think the tawny port would go with fudge. If you're talking like a chocolate fudge. Yeah. That but being uh, that being said, with a... that being said, any anyone anyone listening to this though, if anyone suggests ice wine, I will find you. And, and Andre will. I will make you. I will you. make you pay for it. I mean, ice wine is not meant to go with dessert. I don't care what people think or say. Ice wine is a dessert on its own. Let's be honest. You know, that honey, honeyed fruit. I I think, you know, you can put it on things. But, yeah, I I don't think it is exactly the right thing to go with with a sweet dessert. 
No. Maybe a biscotti or something. I get it. But I mean. Ice wine, ice wine is meant to go with the first course. Salty appetizers, charcuterie, uh, you know, nice, fatty, salty, smoky things, blue cheese, uh, I'm, hard I'm cheddar with it, cheese. I'm with it on a light, on a light dessert, biscotti. Yeah. Uh, something that's, you know, not as sweet. But what we're talking about is something cloyingly sweet as a dessert. Where do you go with it? Well, and it's like I said, too. Like, I mean, since we're since we're a little bit on the topic of ice wine, like a strawberry rhubarb pie or a lemon meringue where you get that nice citrus and tartness to it, especially if you're doing like a Vidal ice wine where even though it does have some acidity, I mean, it's nice to match it with some nice acid to help bring out some more of the flavors in it. But to be honest, even if it's a Vidal ice wine, I'd rather see it at the front of the meal than at the end. And that's you. I know I'm special, aren't I? You are short bus special. <laughs> short bus Bethel. All right. Well, since we've gone offensive, uh, send angry phone calls to Michael Pincus. Uh, of course. Sub- subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Leave a comment. We love hearing what you think. And uh, thank you very much for listening until next week we still have some more legacy podcasts coming up uh we're working on some very big things i'm, I'm just going to keep promoting the shit out of this until we can reveal exactly what it is but stay tuned there's big things coming from us i'm andre prue from andrewinereview.ca and that will be announced at the end of august i'm not mistaken officially and i'm michael pincus from michaelpincuswinereview.com good afternoon good night Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.